welcome to Dr. Karen's Health Talks. Today I am going to chat about how our eating habits can impact our planet, something that when we live in a major metropolitan area, I don't know that we always think about this kind of thing. And sometimes we think it's just about buying from farmer's market or buying organic, but in fact, I'm going to focus today on how increasing a plant-based diet can really impact our planet. And I'm going to give you some specific statistics because I have been really focused in the last few months on going more plant-based. And I'm going to define what that means because a lot of people mean different things by that. Uh, uh, and I'm really pleased I did. It's been a great journey. I actually went uh, more plant-based to start with, and then I did a stint going all raw, or raw, R-A-W, and that was also interesting. And I do believe our bodies have our, its own intelligence, and one size does not fit all. And the best thing to do is to try some of these things and figure out what is the best fit for you, that which you feel good, uh, physically, emotionally, and spiritually, meaning uh, a consciousness about the food we're eating and its impact on more than just our ourselves. So to me, spirituality is, is really thinking beyond our individual selves, uh, whatever that might mean to you. And there is a, a spiritual aspect to this concept of plant-based eating. So what really got my attention to, to share this podcast was I was in Mother's Market, which is my favorite place to go to get my healthy foods, and uh, I'm not sure how many Mother's Markets are around, but I always go to the raw section, and I found this raw hummus wrap, and on the container itself, it had this statement, and I'm going to read to you exactly the statement so I get it correct. Here's the statement. Adopting a plant-based diet is the single most powerful action an individual can take to stop climate change, end world hunger, and save our planet. Now, that is a pretty powerful statement, and it just gave me pause, and I had to read it again. I even showed it to the checkout young lady at the checkout, and I said, look at this, and I read it out loud because, of course, the people working at Mothers also have a consciousness about uh, the foods that we eat, what we put in our body. And uh, she's very young, and we had a discussion about it. And that's all I want to do. I want to have a discussion. I want to see what you choose to do with this information. And I would really like to share you to share on the comments on this podcast just what you're doing. If this is all new to you, if it's something you've already been doing, so that we create a conversation. I would love that. So again, let me read this that really gave me pause. Adopting a plant-based diet, I'm going to define what that means, is the single most powerful action an individual can take to stop climate change, end world hunger, and save our planet. Pretty powerful. So I did my research. So first of all, let's define what a plant-based diet is, because that's a very general term. And, and to me, a uh, plant-based diet is when your diet is predominantly plant. And whole plant, W-H-O-L-E, that is, comes from a plant, not made in a plant. So let's just define that word, because plant can mean different things. But this plant-based diet leaves room for a whole spectrum of choices. So let's look at some of the choices some people make. So vegan 
in people that have no animal products, no animal products. Lacto-ovo-vegetarian is someone that does not eat animal flesh but allows for dairy and eggs, lacto-ovo. A pescatarian has no animal flesh except for fish and seafood. Um, a semi-vegetarian has such a thing, small amounts of animal foods. And we even have this other mix today called plant-based omnivores, which are people interested in giving up animal foods completely, but recognize they're not interested in giving up animal foods completely, but they recognize the health and environmental advantages of reducing the animal food intake. So what I love is there's all these choices. And no one's right, wrong. There's no shame about it. Uh, so let's have a look at the impact. Some of the research that I did, I want to just throw this out to you because I found it interesting. We, I did find that we do make a serious impact on our carbon footprint by eating fewer animal foods. So I would make that as a blanket statement. The, the less animal foods we eat, the more impact we make on our carbon footprint and then the legacy that we leave for this amazing planet called Earth. And there was a, a study that I found from Italian researchers. They performed this, what we call a life cycle assessment, so evaluating cradle-to-grave environmental impact of different dietary patterns. And it was printed in the European Journal of Clinical Nutrition way back, 2006, or over 11 years ago. And they basically discovered, bottom line, that an organic vegan diet had the smallest environmental impact while a conventionally farm diet that included meat had the greatest impact on the environment. So again, pretty consistent with a statement that the fewer animal products we eat, the more impact, positive impact we make on our carbon footprint. And pretty much the consensus in my research found the more meat we consume, the greater the eco-impact. And I love that term, eco-impact, the ecological impact, the environmental impact. So additionally, beef was the food uh, that had the single greatest impact on the environment. So then I thought, well, gee, how, how can I put that in a nutshell? Like, what is the environmental impact? And I'm not saying beef is bad. Please, please know that. Uh, I'm just doing research here, and I'm causing pause to look at the advantages of a more plant-based diet. So let's have a look. I just want to... Uh, cover with you some of the specific ways that having animal products has an environmental impact. So first of all, when animals are raised, specifically in the food industry, so I know you have um, grass-fed beef and animals that are raised with great environmental consciousness. There are definitely beef and cattle farms that have huge environmental consciousness. So if you put those aside and look at kind of the mass market, Large amounts of chemical pesticides and fertilizers are used to produce animal feed. So animals need to eat. They also need to drink. So it's a huge impact on the water supply as well. And the food uh, creates a demand for lots of chemical pesticides and fertilizers, which, by the way, then go into our body, not to mention the, the physical chemical impact on our body. And, of course, large volumes of water and fuel are required to bring the animals to market. And then there's a lot of byproducts of the animal food production, which include high uh, greenhouse gas emissions, 
uh, deforestation, pollution of groundwater, rivers and streams and oceans. So these all have a big impact on our environment. So I also found, and I hope you find this kind of interesting, because I found an actual statistic. So, and I like statistics. I like kind of bottom line numbers. So producing one calorie from beef, and all that it requires to produce one calorie from beef requires 40 calories of fossil fuel, whereas producing one cal calorie from grains requires only 2.2 .2 calories of fuel. So that's a big difference from 40 to 2.2. So plant-based diets can play a very important role in preserving our environmental resources and in reducing hunger in poor nations. So one of the things that you could do, and one of the things that have caught on, which I'm sure you have noticed, is this thing called Meatless Mondays. Have you heard of that, Meatless Mondays? I know a lot of companies are, are starting that, uh, a lot of organizations. I see it on social media a lot, some restaurants, schools, hospitals all jumped on the bandwagon. And it's a way to raise consciousness about that which we're talking about. So again, whatever you do with this information, great. I'd like a conversation. I'd like us to engage in some dialogue about this raising the consciousness of a more plant-based diet. So perhaps you want to institute a Meatless Monday in your home. Or if you work in a school, maybe you could bring it in there. Or if you work in a company. And it's not just for vegetarians. This is just about a message. People and the planet can benefit by eating less animal products. Or in this case, meat. You just focus on meat. And it can be red meat, it can be chicken meat. So again, you can make it whatever you want. The message is very sweet, and it's very simple. And as I said, many organizations have jumped on the bandwagon to support, celebrate this one concept. And it's interesting, uh, when I started to research the number of vegans and vegetarians, it's very low. About 5% of the US population are vegetarians, and about one half of those are vegans. So 16% of people are now reporting eating no animal flesh at more than half of their meals. So I know people are thinking about this. And I know as we talk about the planet, as the millennials, I believe, are getting more conscious about the environment and the planet, and as baby boomers are thinking about legacy, and we're just becoming, I believe, more conscious citizens, which I think is a wonderful thing. This is something that I think deserves more and more conversation. So whatever you decide to do with this, whatever calls you to work around a concept called Meatless Mondays or maybe just bringing more plant-based foods into your diet. I've been using zucchini noodles. I've been spiralizing noodles. I've been using jicama as jicama rice cauliflower as cauliflower rice or cauliflower pizza base. You can go to my website, drkarenwolf.org, and if you go to Sugar Detox, I have a whole section on Karen's Kitchen. In fact, that's you know I'm going to be making more videos. Just about simple ways you can go more plant-based. My, my recipe there for cauliflower uh, fried rice is absolutely amazing. It is so easy, and easy is important. I am not a cook. So my consciousness to go more plant-based comes from a, a position of moderation, a position of consciousness of 
my personal effect on the eco-impacts on health. We haven't even talked about that. So, of course, going more plant-based and adding more whole foods, W-H-O-L-E, fresh whole foods, has the potential to reduce inflammation of the body, increase fiber, increase the enzymes that you're putting in your body to improve function and cell signaling of your body. So going more plant-based not only helps the environment, but it helps you as well, your inner environment, your ecosystem within you. So we have an inner, inner ecosystem within our own body, and we have an outer ecosystem called our planet and our environment. And going more plant-based can help both of those things. And whatever step you choose to take, whether it's Meatless Monday as a beginning or just deciding, say, that you're going to make cauliflower fried rice, you're going to pick one recipe, then that's a step. And I believe in baby steps, being a coach, every small step take, adds up to one big step. And we can all make a difference. This is a way that we can make an impact, each individual person. So I hope this has been helpful. I hope it spurs a conversation because I love conversation and helping people take those baby steps. You might want to consider going to my website, drkarenwolf.org, going to Sugar Detox. You can even join one of my programs. I have a Sugar Buster Boot Camp starting at the end of October. I always have one starting, so you can always go there and check out the latest date. You could go to Karen's Kitchen and just select one of those recipes. Uh, sometimes it's just resources. I know for me, if I have resources, if I have a recipe, if I have a program to follow, I can do it because in our busy lives, it seems like, oh, my gosh, I don't want to start from scratch. I just want to follow a guideline. So take the opportunity to be part of the community and join along with us as we make a difference a difference in our own inner ecosystem and our outer ecosystem. So until my next podcast, this is Dr. Karen Wolf, and I hope that you live well and you share this message with the ones you love. Bye for now.